Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Okay, perfect. Welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast, everybody. It is your host, Natalie Abbott, and it is the first of the month. So I've got my sister. Happy February. (laughs) I wish you guys could see her because that was just the most ridiculous little thing that she did right there. Here I am. (laughs) Here she is. (laughs) Little Elfira. Um, Yeah, so we are going to be, we're actually going to have a conversation about a Bible verse today (laughs) and not just be silly, we hope. The verse that we're talking about in February talks about God's love, his love for us, his love in us, how we love others. It is such a good verse. It is from 1 John 4, 16, and it says this, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. I just, that's just such a good verse. Let me just read it one more time because I feel like there's so much in there. I want you to hear it. Like really, if you have to close your eyes, unless you're driving, close your eyes and listen to this. And so Or if you're on a run right now. If you're on a run right now, just, you know, avoid potholes and close your eyes anyway. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So thankfully, we have a whole month to unpack this verse because there is so much in here. Mm -hmm. Um, I just but the thing I think the thing that really jumps out at me first, because this is a, a kind of a somewhat familiar verse of scripture to me, is this idea of relying on the love God has for us. For some reason this time, that's never stuck out to me before. But like, what does that mean? for us to rely on the love God has for us. Um, As I've been kind of, you know, letting this verse kind of soak into my life and thinking through what does this mean and what are we going to write about and talk about for the month of February, I think about like, how, how does, why does it matter that I rely on the love God has for me? Um, and I'm going to answer that question first and then Beer, I want you to answer it too. Yeah. But when I think about relying on God's love for me, it really feels like, am I living in the position of knowing that God loves me? Am I knowing and relying on it? And, or am I relying on something else to be the foundation for how I see myself, how mm-hmm. I live out my life? So if, if my foundation is the, I get up in the morning and the God of the universe loves me, and he sacrificed everything for me. He loves me radically. He accepts me. He forgives me. He, you know, th- it's not on the basis of anything that I do that my whole day, regardless of what happens, is not based on my performance, but it's based on his, my, my situation, my position in God's love for me. That is such a safe, unchanging amazing place to be it just like like to allow his love to be what I'm living out of is just I just think it's the most transformational thing we can do as Christians yeah I think um that's so true 
Um, and, and something you said is like, you know, not your performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. as a recovering performer, <laughs> um, she I was not on Broadway. Just I was not. No, no. But, <laughs> not that uh, kind of you know, no. But performance and um, perfectionism, uh, mm-hmm. I get a lot. I like things to be done well. I like to to win. I like to execute. And I grew, grew up like needing uh, approval and wanting approval and wanting to be the best all the time. And, um, you know, sometimes you hit a point where you aren't winning and you aren't the best and your performance comes up short. And um, and then what? And I often remember a time in high school when it was actually I was having this conversation with Natalie and it was um, leading into the state championship, which was a big deal to me <laughs> in track and field. It is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, it is a big deal. And I was so anxious. I was bawling. This mm. was like, you know, a week before, a few days before the meet that like, what if I don't win? What if I lose? What if I if I can't measure up? And Natalie said to me, she's like, yeah, what if you don't? Like, she's like, did you know? Do you know? Do you really, really know that God loves you? And I, I just remember sobbing. And it was this like release of like, um, all these things I had put on my own shoulders. Nobody had ever told my listen, my family did not put pressure on me to win things. It was all self made. I had put that pressure on myself and my coaches neither did that. No, nobody did that to me, but I um, assumed this role of winning and achieving and um, it was paralyzing. And so when I hear that beginning of that verse, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us, um, I knew God loved me, but I was not relying on his love. I was relying on my own performance to feel good about myself it's how I saw myself, um, and that was crippling. And I, I still struggle with that. I mean, it was it was very evident as a you know, seventeen year old. It was like it was winning the state championship was everything to me, you know. Um, and now it's smaller, you know, more control based things, you know, as an adult. But um, I think about that like, what am I relying on? Is it um, one thing I'm relying on right now is that my schedule is normal because life gets really hectic and crazy um when when you're living as a working mom um with kids at home during covid and so i'm relying like my happiness my attitude (laughs) my patience is all based on my schedule right now that's what i'm relying Mm. on a lot of the time if i'm truly being honest that is not a safe place to put your no no (laughs) it's very scary it's like walking on top of a jenga block stack um so you know as i read that and so we know and rely on the love god has for us i want to rely on god's love i want to rely on that like that is that is everything it's the only safe place to be Hmm. yeah and i think i think it's important to say like what we do matters. It's mm-hmm. important. It's eternal even sometimes. Um, but if we're not doing those things out of the love that God has poured over us, then we are wringing out dry rags. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing. We're not giving anything. We're not. I mean, it is 
it is a duty it is a burden mm -hmm. it is something that is fearful it makes us anxious are we going to live up to this are we enough all of those things come out of the spirit of my performance is how i'm valued mm -hmm. instead of god values me and that ain't changing that is that is eternal that is safe it is good it is the place where we all belong and the place where we should we sh our work should come out of that mm -hmm. instead of vice versa i'm earning that i'm proving myself i'm you know doing my duty that is a that those are chains and they will drag you to the bottom of the pit oh you know? they will <laughs> <laughs> and we all and we all find ourselves there mm -hmm. like realistically as human beings we get tangled up in those chains all the time well, thinking and that somehow that's that's how we what makes us important mm -hmm. and if it's not performance stuff you know it's um what are you relying on are you are you relying on your spouse or your significant other to give you the love and affirmation that only god can give yeah like are you relying on any other human being their praise and their love to fill fill you up you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many likes you're getting on social media? How many, you know, how many people are following you? It can be as, I mean, it, as it, I'm not going to say it's shallow, but it, it can it can be that type of thing mm -hmm. as as little as strangers even. Mm -hmm. the, the likes of strangers being the thing that we're relying on to make us feel like, okay, it's okay. We're okay. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're in that place Vera, if if you know somebody who's in that place, or we're talking to somebody who who's stuck at the bottom of that pit, how do you get out? How do you, you know, it says God is love, right? How do you begin to know and rely on the love God has for you? How do you come out of that pit? Because I think the only thing that's going to bring you out of that is God and his love for you. Mm hmm well, and he talks to us in his word. I mean, you got to be in your Bible and you got to speak mm -hmm. truth to yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and you need to, and I think we say this quite a bit, like you got to be with other people. Like it was Natalie speaking God's word to me in that moment. And it's been other siblings and it's been other friends in, in that similar moment who have said to me things that are true from scripture that help me that bring bring light to the situation and and can encourage you and and hold you accountable um and so i think the starting point is it's as simple as taking this verse and so we know and rely on the love god has for us waking up and if that's the thing you need to know it's looking in the mirror and saying it out loud god i will rely on your love today i mean i make my kids say things into the mirror truth about themselves yes i just have oh, I recently started to do it where i'm 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 having them say thanks to god for for the things that god has built into them mm -hmm. um because i think saying it out loud and seeing yourself say it it there's something that is happening there um, when we say god's truth out loud with other people yeah. or by yourself start with yourself but do it with a friend man mm. And okay, so here's something. Um, the rest of that verse says, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. And, and then it goes on to talk about how um, when we confess Jesus, his love comes and lives in us and how God expresses his love through us. So this idea of living in love, right? 
when we are when we are experiencing that love that God has given us, the natural response for us as people should be to give that same love away, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm thinking about like the, the question that I just asked you for you, you know, for if you're at the bottom of the pit, how do you get out? How do you, if you're the friend, mm-hmm, on the how front do of you it, help that person out of the pit? So if you've got somebody that you know is struggling, what are some practical ways that you can bring the love of Jesus into their life? Hmm. I like to do little tiny practical fun things like I had a friend at one point that was like in a low spot and I made her a Spotify playlist of just the music that like pumps my soul up some of it was Christian some of it wasn't um and I sent that or Mm. um like I used to I used to have good ideas I'd have good ideas I'd be like oh I should totally send that person fill in the blank I'm not a very good executor on that type of thing. It's like in my brain mm. and then I, I don't do it. But I have recently, in the last year, I would say, um, started to try to actually execute on those things. So if I know I can like encourage somebody with this book or with this note or whatever, I'm actually trying to just stop and do it. Just stop and mm. do it. Um, because And it's as simple as a stinking text. A lot of times I think to myself, well, that's not really... Like, I don't want to send, just, just send them a text. I want to do something grandiose. And it's like, no, just yeah. send them the text. Like, just yeah. just show up for a second, you know? Mm. Um, I think with some of my friends that are more distant um, relationships, physically distant, it can be hard. I'm like, oh, you know, uh, if I call them, I need to have an hour because we really got to catch up. And I've stopped saying that. I've just started to call them. And I'll be like, hey, I got three minutes. I love you. I'm just calling to say, what's up? Is there one thing we can that you got to get off your chest? Because mm-hmm. um, if you don't, then... That. You know what I do is I, I call them when I know they're not going to pick up. And then I leave them a really long voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> it's not, It's intentional. I do it on purpose to like leave them a long voicemail of like, hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. I love that. I miss you. I wish we could be laughing our butts off about this or that that mm-hmm. we laughed about last time or whatever it is. Yeah, I like to leave. I like to call people when I know they're not going to pick up and then leave them a message. My husband yeah. also does that. He sings songs to people See? when they don't pick up. Listen. Like makes up rap songs. So next time, don't pick up your phone, Vera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I will not. I will not. Um, yeah, but I think just those little things, it, it just, just keep showing up. I think I've shared this story before, but I had a friend in a really low spot and um, they they said, you know, when this thing happened to them, a lot of people didn't reach out because they didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was a real true warning to me. Like, just show up. You might say the wrong thing. It's like, you just got to show up. Yeah. Just show up yeah. and listen. Good stuff, Vera. All right. So here's a question for us as we are considering all of these things. This, okay, so this is weird. This verse is weird to me. It's really, really hard. I like to think of this verse as like a matryoshka doll. And if, for those of you who don't know what a matryoshka doll is, it's like those little Russian stacking dolls. Or mm-hmm. your kids maybe have those like little stacking cups that they mm-hmm. put inside mm-hmm. of each other. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So somehow 
we are like if you're the the tiny middle matryoshka doll you are living in love right mm-hmm. and then somehow inside so so that's you and the <laughs> next one up is love and then in the next one in that that's encompassing that is living in god and then somehow the god that you're living in that's on the outside of the matryoshka doll all of a sudden is on the inside so there's another tinier <laughs> matryoshka doll inside of you that's really and that's funny. god living inside of you do you, do you it's more saying? like it's more like um, those mathematical posters where like the staircase is leading up but also leading down and over like you know what I mean like the staircase oh, that continues the triangle staircase yes. that doesn't end exactly it is it is very yeah that's maybe a better way of thinking about it for me but it's I like, like to think about the little <laughs> tiny people living inside of me that was good <laughs> anyway so I I know that this is like this huge theological thing that we're gonna just you know, for five minutes, talk about. But how does this concept bring you like joy and wonder and hope? Because I think sometimes we get bogged down in like trying to diagram it like Mm -hmm. I just did. And then it either becomes ridiculous or absurd or illogical or whatever. But somehow, miraculously, not only am I living in God, and living in love, but God is also living inside of me, mm-hmm. and that's amazing. Yeah, like if I if I try to dissect it, it becomes unusual and strange. But if I just say that, and I think about those concepts, like it causes me to marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and like you talk about this. Yeah, I don't know. I always am drawn to the passages that talk about a very intimate relationship with God whether it's the Holy Spirit being our intercessor and praying for us on our behalf um, with groans that words can't express. Like I always think about that verse or something Mm -hmm. like this where like God is living in the person who is living in love. Like I always think about this because it's just, I think we are physical people living in a physical world who can only see Mm -hmm. what we can see and this type of scripture is explaining something supernatural that I believe is real. I've experienced and mm. it brings, it's like, um, like peeling back, like a, it's like opening a tiny little door in the sky is what it feels mm. like that God, it, this magical thing, like not magic in the sense that it's magic, but like wondrous thing where like I'm opening this tiny little door and there's this there's there's more going on than what can, we can see um yeah. and i love that i love the mystery of thinking about the god of the universe who is over everything and there is no time and he holds all things and um he is all things and he was before and he's after and all of that all of a sudden that god lives in me when when i live in love well that's pretty unbelievable and I want to pray to experience that. I want to know that. I want to be aware of that in my physical body mm. so that this physical world is not what is the schedules and the pickup and the cleanup. And I can lift my eyes up and remember that there is something so much bigger going on right inside of me. Amen. Yes. I, I mean, it is that idea that God, like you said, the God of the universe who isn't not anywhere is mm-hmm. also in us and in and is in believers in a, in a specific unique 
tangible almost kind of way that like we have access to him in a way that is amazing like how is it that somehow that god is in me and that somehow whoever lives in love lives in god and god in them like this idea of when i am living in love i am most genuinely living in god and most genuinely experiencing god in me that because and then that it's that little that little three sentence or three word sentence god is love so if i am living in that love like we talked about if i'm relying on that love the love that god has for me if i know that love and that and i'm so deeply connected to to his love for me he is living in me and i am connected to him and he you know and and i am in him so that it's just again with the matryoshka dolls up <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so I don't know why my brain keeps going there, but it's true. Like there is this interconnectedness that happens and it is beautiful and it mm-hmm. is wonderful and it is, you know, miraculous or magical, you know, like in the, in the, in the general term of magic, it is magical. Mm-hmm. How does this even happen? Mm-hmm. This is like, we know there aren't unicorns, but you know, it feels like there are. How is this real? <laughs> it's it, real. I just like it is real. It is mm-hmm. more beautiful than any fantasy book that you've ever read. It's more wondrous than than any, you know, most deeply touching poem. It is all of our art, all of our beauty, all of the things that we seek to create to reflect a little piece of this. It's like what you said. It's just a tiny little door <laughs> into what is really, really happening. And it's like when, um, oh gosh, it's in Isaiah, and he's he's in front of the prophet, or he's in front of God, and it's just the little train of his robe, mm-hmm. right? That he sees just the tiniest little piece of God's robe, and he's like, "Woe is me." You know, for I have seen the glory. I just saw the little tiny doorway and it just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm a man who is unclean and I have unclean lips and I live among unclean people. Like that is so true that when we like when we butt up against these concepts, it's it is beyond. It is beyond what we can even conceptualize. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, people. <laughs> I don't even know what we just talked about. We talked about tiny doorways to heaven and Matryoshka dolls. <laughs> I didn't know that's uh, what those dolls were called. Yeah, now yeah. we know. So somebody learned something at least. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this month we are talking more about love on our podcast. I am super pumped about our featured guest. I'm going to drop her name right now. It's Deborah Faleda. And she has an awesome new book coming out. She talks a lot about relationships. And hopefully she will give us a lot more wisdom and insight than we just gave you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming on the show, Vera. All righty. We'll see you next month. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at DwellDifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.